What's up, world? It's Katrina. And Marlena. And this is Excess Baggage. The podcast where two friends in their 30s unpack all of life's baggage. This episode, we will be unpacking adult friendships. Okay, let's start the show. What is your baggage today? Um, I'm not sure really. I mean, I have a lot of it, but I don't know which one to focus on. I'll say one thing. I guess my baggage <laughs> has to deal with the fact that insecure is going off the air. And I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> I that just is not my, what I was expecting. <laughs> hey. I mean, I identify with the show a lot. I'm mm. from, or we both should. I mean, we're both from Inglewood. I mean, I don't know about you, but I've definitely have been an awkward black girl. Mm. And, um, you know, it comes back this weekend or whatever. And there's like this insecure fest. And I was trying to see if I could go, but I don't, I don't have, I guess I don't have the connects to get in because it's an invite only type situation. Um, but I just hate to see it go, man. But I am excited to see about, you know, anything that Issa Rae does is going to be great. I know that she's working on like a rap city or rap. I'm not sure what it's called. It's like a, a another show that's coming out. I know that she's shooting now and, you know, she has a whole production company. So I know it's going to be whatever is next. It's going to be good. But I'm just like, damn, man. There go my show. Mm, I but I know I, f- I fuck with HBO though. I realized I fucked with HBO long ago just because you know being a kid sneaking to watch shit that you had no business watching. That's uh, how you realize you fuck with HBO. Yes, yes, <laughs> and they had great programming. Okay, they just do. <laughs> I mean, Sex in the City was on there. Uh, the Wire. There's so many great, great, great episodic television that has come out of hbo so i appreciate them um they hire okay. good they hire good writers hint hint why they you know have Issa Rae. uh but i have a hate a hate love or, or a love hate relationship with hbo as well because of just you know the mj drama and all that stuff or whatever which i didn't fuck with but other than that you know they're okay in my book um but yeah I guess that's my baggage. I'm going to miss it. And I'm just not looking like I'm looking forward to seeing where the story, how the story ends. But, you know, it's bittersweet because it's coming so fast. Like I felt the same way about Game of Thrones. Like as soon Mm -hmm. as it was coming back and we were like, oh, my God, it's back. It's back. I was so excited. But at the same time, I was like, fuck, man, that means only got like another what 12 weeks and this shit's over. Then it's a wrap. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hmm. What about you? What's your baggage? My baggage today is I am bleeding and I'm over everything. Hmm. (laughs) That's it. That's all I got. (laughs) (laughs) I was supposed to be and then mine got held up just dealing with my like stress and shit. So I'm actually kind of pissed because now I'm like, (sighs) now we're winging it, winging it. Right? right. When it gets thrown off, it's not. It's not know. good. It's not good. Mm-hmm. I don't want to wing it. Unless it's like, okay, I'm on vacation this week and we'll deal with that later. Exactly. Exactly. Right. But otherwise, it it's sense. always a problem. Like, mm, what is this going to look like when you do show up? Right. It's going to be vicious. It's going to be worse mm-hmm. than what it would have yeah. been if it just would have came on and stopped stop playing games. But yeah. I guess it's saying the same to me. Why don't you stop playing games? <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> Chill out. Maybe we would, you know, we'll show up on time, but you know, it, it is what it is. Yeah. But I'm sorry that you're going through that because as we know in the past episodes, I was anti all of it. Um, so <laughs> I yeah. am sorry. Yeah, thank you. I my I was doing so good today. You know, this is officially day three. This is usually when what was that face? No. <laughs> Well, because my friend, oh my God, my friend just texted me something or not texted me. She DM'd me something and it really, I did not like the comment. I was like, <laughs> what is she going through over there? Like, no, because I know she's trying to be funny, but at the same time, I'm like, no girl, that's not funny. 
Um, probably because you know I mean, that's not funny, but I won't <laughs> I won't put her out there. But it's like it's something where it's like okay, I can see how that's like it is, but at the same time, like oh, oh it's a little no. too too close. You didn't hit too close. Too close too to soon. home. Too soon. Too soon. Maybe yeah. you know, probably can't handle that one today. But yeah. anyway, sorry. <laughs> Continue. What the hell is she going through over there? <laughs> um. Yeah, to, it's this is supposed to be like day three. We're we're cruising oh, home, now. Yeah, home stretch. Yeah, this is supposed to be the home stretch. But today, like I was good this morning, which is so strange. Like I started off the day really well. At about two hours ago, like four o'clock in the afternoon, shit hit the fan. I don't know why. There's just like this knot on the right side where I imagine my ovary is and it just won't let go. <laughs> it's just like this little knot. And then all of my energy just got zapped all of a sudden. Like I'm completely exhausted. I am probably going to go to bed immediately after this. Like I'm that tired and it is not even seven o'clock yet. That yeah. makes no sense. Well, I knew so, something was wrong when you came up and you had like a whole blanket wrapped around you. I have a whole blanket Because I was going to say, um... Okay, maybe she's cold, but I was like, mm, probably not. <laughs> I've been freezing all day. I've been sitting at my desk with this blanket around my shoulders, another one wrapped around my waist. Like, I have socks on. Like, it's been a whole thing. Like, yes. I feel it. That's my baggage for the day. Okay. Well, thank you. I'll just, I'll I'll start this off by saying thank you for showing up. <laughs> Because, you know, me being the person I am, I might have been like, yeah, I ain't doing this today. But we love the people. So <laughs> we want to uh, make sure we get this this episode out in time. Um, but today our topic is adult friendships. Hey, mm-hmm. friend. Hey, girl. <laughs> so... <laughs> I feel like even if we talk about our friendship, right? Mm-hmm. We went to school together. Like we grew up together. So we have Oh like, yeah. Do the people know that? Have we like do. officially announced that on the episodes? I feel like we I mean, briefly talked about one, it. I think like the first episode for sure. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure. But anyway, if you're new to us, welcome. Um <laughs> Katrina and I have known each other since elementary school, and we kind of grew up with the same, like, middle-class Black family, Mm -hmm. the whole same area, Inglewood. And then that school kind of molded us, was kind of like, okay, well, we, we want you to do better. We want you to excel. So then they, you know, everyone applied to private schools. A lot of us went, and then we went to college, and, um, but not, I mean, because we're talking about adult friendships, a lot of those friendships, like once you make it to college, it's like, it's a wrap. Like, especially if it's, well, at least childhood friendships, I would say. Like you could do high school together and all that jazz. But like, I felt like once you go um, to college, it's kind of like, okay, it's a wrap. And then you meet people in college that you mesh with. And then you kind of carry those into your adulthood. And then depending on how thick as thieves you were in college is like, the gist of whether or not that that even that relationship will carry on sure um but i think it all starts with the foundation right like it, it starts with how how you met and how how many of the same experiences you had with the other person i would think that would carry you longer maybe maybe because we can, because I feel like, okay, for us, for example, like it's easy for, I feel like it's easier for us to be like, yeah, that's like, although we're friends, like, I feel like it's more like a family because it's like, Absolutely. of course, of course, this person would be around because like, I don't We've even remember, so long I, right. Point. I don't remember a time when you weren't there. Right. So <laughs> weird if you weren't right? right. Even if there was like, even though we had blocks of time where we didn't talk. Mm-hmm. No, we still like as soon as we saw each other again. Of course, like boom, it's like it was, no yeah, past, we just picked no up time where we left past. off. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I also feel like honestly, when I talk to other people who have friends from like younger ages, this is kind of a unique experience. Really? Yeah. 
And then that's why I think it's from the foundation because like, like people are really like you still know people from elementary school and like y'all are cool. Like y'all actually like are cool. I'm like, yeah, I know quite a few people from elementary school that I still cool with. Like, right. And I think like that's what I'm saying. That's why I think it's the foundation, because I feel like for adult friendships, if you meet somebody and you're already like, you know. I don't know. What do we want to say? 25. Established. established, Not even established, but like, you know, people get married, they have kids, things happen. Like there's life events that happen that can very well break that friendship up, you know, and not on purpose, just because it's just like, there was no real foundation. foundation. And I feel like if you have known, like after like, you've known somebody like more than 10 years, I think, yeah, I I just don't see how you, it just wouldn't be so easy, I guess, not to like include them. I can understand that. Or be a friend to them, you know? I can understand that. It might not be every day, but like you still, it's like, okay, like that's my buddy. Like that's my homie. Like, I don't care. Like if they need me, I'm going to be there. And I feel like some people are just, maybe they're not friends. They are friends, but they're more (laughs) like acquaintances. And we just right. don't want to realize that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But I think that can go regardless of the foundation. I think that could be the case regardless of the foundation. Because I think about, I was trying to think if I wanted to, like, how much I wanted to say. Oh, <laughs> I Lord. <think> about, <laughs> I think about some people that I've known for quite some time. And if I'm being really honest, like, we are still friends, but we are completely different people. And it is very much like we continue to or maybe on my end, I can't speak for them, continue to invite this person around and be in certain environments and certain circles and um, at certain events with me because we've been around so long and I don't not want them around. But when I really think about it, like we, I don't, I'm not really sure that we should be hanging out like that. (laughs) (laughs) That might be true. Okay. Cause I do got a friend and obviously I'm not going (laughs) to disclose no information. I really, really, we were like close, close, close. But I don't know. I felt like once I did become an adult, I really, our lives were going in different directions. Absolutely. And so I then, you know, thought about it. I'm like, okay, like I'm definitely, I still, I still fuck with her, but like, I don't know if it's going to be every day. Mm -hmm. And I don't even know if I made and it wasn't like I made a decision of this is going to be the time. It just, right. I don't know. We're it just, just different. Mm-hmm. We're just in a different place at this point. Yeah. And I feel like that happens just in life and friendships. But I think it's it becomes challenging in adulthood, especially because it's so hard to make new friends as an adult, at least to me. Um I think it can be really challenging to figure out what that looks like and how to make friends. And so you want to hold on to the people who are just there because that feels easier and more comfortable. True. I don't, I don't know. I I don't really, I don't feel like it's a challenge for me to make new friends. You Um, would say that. I really don't. I honestly believe that (laughs) every time I meet people, they immediately want to be like friend, like friend, friend, friends with me. Like, you know, oh, let's do. And I'm always down, but to a certain degree. Like, sure. I'm like you know, I'm like, oh, you know, I have to protect who, who I, you know, invite in my space. I might go and hang and, you know, may go out for some random night with this, these people that I don't really know. Sure. But I don't know if I would like enmesh them with my friends immediately. Sure. You know what I mean? Oh, no, no, I'd no. have to fill them out and everything. So it's like. Take a minute. It's like dating. <laughs> it, is. it definitely is. It definitely is. Because I don't want to be the one person of like, who the hell invited this motherfucker? You know, right. like, and then you look over, you're like, fuck, it was me. You know? <laughs> um, but I don't know. I don't feel like I have a hard time making new friends. I feel like it's hard and maybe it's the difference in our lifestyles. I am an entrepreneur. I work from home. I don't go much of anywhere because of that. Um, I'm also less of a social butterfly than you are. So even when I wasn't working from home, I wasn't 
out and about as much as you are. And you like to talk to people. Yes, I do. And I do I really do. I, I do because I don't know, man. Maybe I should have been a communications <laughs> major. I don't know. I could totally but every see that time I yeah. talk to people, I always have the best stories or I hear like the craziest shit. Like, and it never. And see, I do that all day long for work. I don't want to talk to nobody because I don't want to hear no crazy stories. Yeah, that's that's probably true. Fuck that shit. (laughs) (laughs) The clock. I don't want to hear your crazy stories unless you just want to talk about like what's on the TV or something really mundane. Like, I don't want to hear it. So my experience making friends is challenging because the moment you start telling me all your life story. I'm like, okay, this time out, this friendship is ended before it even starts because this is not how we're going to be in this. Okay. So that is the therapist in you because I have another friend who's a therapist who literally just told me this exact same thing. She was like, if I get into an Uber, she's like, I I have to think about, do I really want to tell these people what I do for a living? Cause you know, you do small talk. She's like, the second I tell someone I'm a therapist, they start telling me their whole whole life story. story. Yes. Like I, I didn't ask for this. I didn't ask for this. People right. can get in there and say all kinds of things. I'm a teacher. I'm this, I'm that. But the second yes. I say I'm a therapist, it's game over. Yes. And so I, I literally like, would go out and make up stories in my head of who I was. And I thought it was fun at one point <laughs> because it was just like, I'm just today I'm going to like, I'm a fucking stripper or something and trying to hide what I do. Like, <laughs> No, man. It's community service, okay? It's community service, okay? So if you say there's nothing wrong with being a stripper. I'd much rather tell people I'm a stripper than a therapist at this point, okay? Mm -mm, mm -mm. (laughs) I'm saying it's a community service. So if y'all tell somebody you're a therapist, you can't even get mad if they start talking about it. Because guess what? Half of the motherfuckers can't even get a a therapy session if they wanted to. If they wanted to. They couldn't get therapy if they wanted to. So it's it's community service. That's what's happening. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> That's what's happening, man. And I'm sorry to tell you. I get paid my for friend. this. I know. And sometimes so, you got to no. do free labor. Absolutely not. Yes, you do. Not, no, that yes, is not you in do. my ministry. No, no, yes, you do. That is not. Yes, no. You do. Nope. Are you kidding not. me? Have you met me? Hey, <laughs> I'm just saying. Quit whole jobs because they tried to make me do free labor. No, I don't mean free labor as in like. <laughs> I don't mean like no. you sit there like uh, what's it called? Charlie Brown with the damn sign that says five cents, please. I ain't talking about no. that. I'm talking about occasionally speaking, bartenders go through it too. They're not therapists, but guess what? People come there and they buy drinks. They're not getting and- paid off of that shit. No, they're not getting paid for that. They might get a tip. No, <laughs> this this might be the reason why it's hard to make adult friendships. I'm I'm realizing what the problem is now. I'm okay. It. I'm okay with it, li- and that's the thing. Like you said, I like talking to people. I'm okay with listening to people because, like, you don't I have know. to listen to people all day long. So yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, I do. <laughs> Not in yeah, that way. Maybe not in that way. They're not disclosing me their like deepest, darkest secrets, but I definitely have to listen to people because if I didn't, I wouldn't be good at my fucking job. Right. No. I would have it's- to listen to them, even even if it is a one-off comment. Maybe they didn't mean to say something and they right. just That's so true. happen to disclose some information right. that is helpful to me. I can right. also pass along the information. This yeah, but they're not telling off. you their whole life story. <laughs> Be like, this person's a little off. I don't know. I yeah. don't know. It's um, different. It is. It's just a different, different way. And I always think like, I don't know, I'm just going to be nice because if they come back and shoot this place up, just maybe, just maybe they'll remember that one nice person that listened. So I just give it to them. Won't be me. It won't be for long, but I gave it to him. Give him a little something. Won't be me. Anyway. I might have slid him a card, though. Oh, my God. Not a card. (laughs) People pay me for this. I do not do it for free, and I especially don't do it when I'm drinking. Mm -mm -mm. Well, no. 
Oh, well, if you drink it, no, that's the best time to do it. No, Are you kidding me? it's not. Yes, it is because then I can be even more like, not that no. I'm not real in, in regular no. times, but at least during that drunken state, I might say something that no, might be a breakthrough. it just kills my whole vibe. I no longer want to engage. I'm not feeling the alcohol anymore. This tequila don't even taste like tequila. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> nope. I feel like I'm at work. It just turns everything sour. I now officially realize what the problem is. Thank you. Thank you for helping me figure that out. No, that's not it. (laughs) You have to take off the professional Katrina and be Katrina in the bar, in the club. That's what I'm trying to do. And niggas are sharing their life stories. Is is Katrina in the bar, in the club, not a friendly face? Is she not someone that you would want to walk up to and talk to? Are you not inviting? Because I've seen you in the bar in the club. I would want to talk to you. <laughs> like, what you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> I would want to talk to you. Why wouldn't I want to talk to you? You can talk to me and we can talk about so many other things, but I don't want your drama. Fair enough. That's it. We can talk about all kinds of things. I will talk about shit I don't even know about. Great. Let's talk about it. But I don't want your drama. You want to talk about drama? Pay me. They just said no hateration in the dancery. That's all. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Ain't nobody hating. That's just... all they said. No hateration in the dancery. If you're here for some drama, just shut up and dance. Because <laughs> I ain't got it. And this is why I don't make friends. Well, you heard it, you heard it here f- first, folks. Don't talk to Katrina in the club about anything, okay? If you come up to her, talk to her about... Random facts of facts. Google some shit. Bring her some to- her. It some doesn't topics. even have to be all of that. Just talk to me like a regular person but and that's not what... share with me all your drama. Okay, Marlena, but I feel... that is not normal. A lot of... I feel like that's what people do at bars. No. Oh, yes, they dance. Yes, they do that. But they it's a catharsis. I feel like they're they're being they want to they want to be able to share. There's always okay. somebody. Uh, no, granted, there are some people that overshare. Now I'm not with that, mm-hmm. but I understand how people just these. It's a social situation. It would be weird to me if by the end of the night I didn't hear no crazy shit. And I don't and and I don't mean crazy shit. I mean just like shit, just shit that people are like. Girl, did you hear what she said in the bathroom? Like, I always hear something. Well, that's different. If we're talking about, like, okay, I might overhear some stuff or there's something going on that's a whole different thing. But don't sit here and tell me your life story. I get it. But I just know that, like, the second you ask somebody who's inebriated, like, how they're doing, if you say, hey, what's up? Or how are you doing? Like, it can go one or way, one or two ways. First, you'd be like, yeah. oh, cool. I'm good. Like, whatever. Oh, what you drinking? And then move on. And then it can also go in the opposite direction. And yeah. I'm not, and, and by no means that I said, I'm just standing there in the, in the club or the, at the, you know, just not even the club, but standing there in the bar, just listening and not being able to break away. And, you know, I know how to end a conversation without it being like rude. So I'm like, whatever. If they had a moment, they felt like they need to tell, you can tell me. I ain't going to tell. Who am I tell? I I also don't ask people how they're doing. I don't ask people that because I know that can go either way. And I think it's rude to ask if I don't really want to hear if if it's a bad answer. So I don't ask. Right. (laughs) So I will have other conversations. I will initiate a conversation in a different way, but I will not ask how you are doing unless I have the capacity to handle whatever you're going to say. And that's something I'm very clear about. This just got really serious. Because <laughs> that's what happened. I was... Uh, th- <laughs> I feel like I have mm. this, like, stamp on my head. Tell me all your drama. But don't, because I don't have the capacity for it. Anyways. Well. <laughs> I also... Okay, kind of staying on this subject, but moving closer to like adult friendship, which is where we began. I also wonder how much of people being in bars and telling strangers their business and stuff like that is a product of them not really have having real friendships. Or is that just like, oh, I'm inebriated and I'm just going to talk to whoever? Well, it just depends. Like that, that, you know, people saying that you have liquid courage during those times, you do. So sometimes... Not necessarily meaning that you won't talk to your friends about it, but a lot of times your friends, I'm not saying that they they don't have the answers. They want what's best for you, right? They do. Mm-hmm. 
So they are already biased. So Mm -hmm. I feel like sometimes people feel more comfortable sharing something that maybe they wouldn't, or maybe they have told their friends, but like, they feel like I don't want to talk about this anymore with my friends, because I also don't want my friends to be like, um, over it, over it and judgmental to the point where you're just like, oh, fuck. Okay. I'm just not going to talk at all. And I'm not going to share it all. So I can see why somebody, that's why I said, I'm always like, okay, I I don't really care. Like if someone starts talking to me, it's. I know how to, I guess, to navigate that, to be like, girl, well, fuck him. Like, let's just have a shot. You know, like, I know how to, like, get somebody out of whatever it is that they're doing. Not because I don't want to hear them, but I know that it, I I know, I know that person. Okay. I just know that person. And I, I've also been that person, not necessarily telling a stranger, but I can understand why somebody would be like, oh, you know, I'm here. My friends dragged me out. Don't really want to be here, but I'm here. And now, (laughs) you know, I'm standing here at this bar and like, they're talking and they're having a great ass time or whatever. And I kind of want to like, you know, say something that I'm feeling right now. So I can, I get it, but I hope that, you know, that's not the case. Yeah. I've never been that person. Never been that person. I can understand it from like a very like psychological, logical standpoint, but I've never been that person. I don't tell my business to strangers in that way, except somebody I'm paying to do that because I have a therapist and that's what I do in therapy. But I've just, I've never been that person. Hmm. And I I don't completely, oh, okay. Coming back to, you know, adult friendships. As I'm hearing you say that, I was realizing and thinking to myself, yes, I can understand why somebody might do that. I can understand the dynamics of that. All of that makes sense to me. I've never been that person. And I don't feel like that is a healthy way to start a friendship because you're setting the you're setting the precedent that <laughs> you're just going to be spilling all your business to me. And so immediately I'm like, mm, I don't want to do this Whoa, because I I'm- don't want friendships where like that is the dynamic. And maybe that is like overthinking it. It is because I'm like, I'm not, I'm not taking the person home. <laughs> I'm not. No, but I'm we're not, talking I'm, about making friends. And so if the first time I meet you, you just telling me all your business, I'm kind of like, Ooh, honey, I get it. You're having a hard time. Fine. But like, that doesn't feel like an, a, a healthy friendship to me or a healthy way to start a friendship to me, hmm. because that is not the dynamic. And Some of that comes from I've been in that dynamic in friendships a lot where like I was the only stable friend who didn't always need a sound, a sounding board and everybody came to me for everything. And I just don't want that in my friendships. And so when I first meet somebody, first impressions are a big deal. And the first time I meet you, if that's how we are meeting is engaging in your drama, I don't really think that that's going to turn into anything because that is not the way that I want my friendships to look. Now we met and we partying and we having a good time by all means. But if we met and our first bonding moment is over your drama, uh, I I think I'm okay. Hmm. I think you should probably find somebody to talk to and maybe another time we can be friends. (laughs) But I don't know. As you were saying that, I was like, yeah, that feels like that's not a healthy way to start a friendship. And so I wouldn't even, even if I engaged in the conversation, I wouldn't even put it in my mind to want to engage with that person further after that night because of that. I I don't know. I'm never, I'm neither here nor there about it. <laughs> I, I like, I, to me, it's like, look, if this person is being human, like whether they it depends on what we're talking about too. Like if somebody could, it really depends on the scenario. I'm not going to judge a person, you know, I, I, I'm just not, I don't know where, where this is going to lead, how the conversation is going to end. Like now if she talking about fighting somebody or doing some other like crazy shit. I understand that. But like somebody just letting me know, like, yeah, like I just got dumped or this happened or something happened to them. I wouldn't say, Oh, I probably will never be friends with them. I don't know where, if I might meet this person again or if I'll see them again, I don't know them. How can I say that immediately? Yeah, first impressions, yes, but it's like this is a brief moment. And okay, I think we're talking about two different things because you're talking about somebody just naming something, and I'm talking about people sitting there having like a therapy session with me. 
because the way that you worded it when your friend was talking about it, it's like, oh, if I get in an Uber and I tell them what my uh, job is and they just start telling me all their business, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, if you just name things, that's a whole different story. Yeah, but I also don't know the progression of conversation. If somebody says something or whatever, like it's it's up to me whether or not I want to continue this. So if I get inside of an Uber and somebody says something to me, they don't just start off immediate. I know she was like, you know, I don't even know how to say it. I know that she was like, yeah, can you believe this? Blah, 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 blah. But like at the same time, like I know it wasn't like the second you said, oh yeah, well, my wife did this and she did this. I don't think it, it was that type of exchange. But if you start talking and then they start maybe dwelling on more than ever, I'm like, what? We're in here for 20 minutes. Why do I care? You know, and I get it. That is your job. I, on the other hand, was like, I don't have to take this. I'm never going to take this home with me. Like, you know, like it's, it, it, it was a passing moment. And then I move on with my night. Like, you know, like it's not, it's not going to affect me to the point where I'm just like, nah, I'm good on them. Like, I, I just, I wouldn't care either way. I care enough because this person is just speaking and they needed somebody to talk to. That's it. Like, and, and I, I think don't, that's I, the difference though, is that it is going home with me because this is my home life. And I'm not taking it with me, but it is being brought to me. And that's the difference and why it feel it feels so invasive as a therapist, because then it's like, no, I'm not on the clock. And I do, I understand that you are having a human moment and we are all allowed to have those. And there are appropriate ways of navigating how you share that with people and checking in and getting consent about whether people feel okay with you dumping that stuff on them. And that is the problem. As a therapist, I can understand how for you, that's not that big of a deal. But for me, it is a lot. And it is, it feels incredibly disrespectful in a lot of ways that it's like at the moment I name that, because people will just run off a whole story. You can't even get a word in edgewise. And it's like, oh, wait, I didn't say I'm your therapist. Chill out. <laughs> you can go handle that elsewhere. And I think that's the difference. It, it, You're not taking it home. I'm not going to take this person's story home with me either. And this is my home life. This is my outside of work life. And you are bringing that to me. And that does not feel okay. And that feels like a really inappropriate place to start any kind of relationship. So then immediately I'm just like, okay, I'm a little turned off from this and And no judgment to them. Just like this doesn't feel comfortable to me. So I no longer want to engage. Right. Rightfully so. I mean, it's your, it's your prerogative. Like, you know, it's your life. So I'm just saying for, like I said, it's, it's just a difference. It's, there's a difference there because I'm not in that field. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So that makes building friendships for me as an adult more challenging. And that's not the only challenge, but that is a big challenge. The other challenge is being I work from home. I think a lot of people build relationships and friendships at work or in work settings. Um, And I I don't have the opportunity to do that so much um, as an entrepreneur and as somebody who just doesn't go into an office because you know, that's what co-working spaces can build as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't, I don't have those do you, opportunities. Something as much. that you want to do at what? some point, like going into an office. Yeah. Well, not into an office. Yeah. I guess not into an office, but like in a, like we work like type situation. So when I first started working for myself, I would go to coffee shops all the time and I would work at coffee shops. And that gave me kind of that experience of being around people and having community. And I met people in that way sometimes, not often, but I would. Um, There are a lot of people who are also entrepreneurs or remote workers who do the same thing or similar things. And so I've done that. COVID has made that a little bit more challenging. So I can't do that as much or I don't do that as much. And I've also learned to like connect with other therapists in different ways. And so I've built friendships with other therapists who are also in private practice and work for themselves. And so I've been able to like build community around that, but it has been much more of a challenge than it was when I was 
in an office every day with the same people. Yeah. I feel like it's more natural when you see the same people in passing every day, even if y'all don't even work in the same office or in the same department, it's like you see the same people all the time or you go to the same lunch spot or, you know, different things like that. It just, it's more natural to be able to gain relationships in that way. Yeah. I have some people like, I don't know. I feel like for my work, like, I feel like my work friends or close to me because I've spent more hours there in the building with with them those people more probably more than my you know family at times right you know because you know committing that much time and you know every day you know eight ten hours you know and then you come home or whatever and you know and then so I feel like my work friends, um, I really had to like fuck with them for real because yep. if not, then that would be just not a good look. I mean, not everybody, but you know, you have like the people that you've been working or your class, mm-hmm. like I always say, like the people you came in with right? or the people you just became close with. Um, so I get that. But I think for any other adult friendships, it's just hard to like, I guess what you're really talking about altogether is just maintaining them, like trying to, you know, once you get them, how do you maintain them? Right. You're right. And for me, it's just like, I always think that communicating is like the best way. Like if you, even if you're just thinking about them or something, you remembered something or something they liked, like even just making that little effort to like check in or whatever, even if you hadn't seen Mm -hmm. them in months, is just important because if not, like so many things happen, you know, right. Car broke down. You got to do this. You got to, you know, go help your mom. You got, you got, you know, business and work things. And then if you have kids and then if you're in a relationship or married, like it's a lot of things to balance. Absolutely. I feel like the best thing, way is to make like to make sure that um you know that you're you know that person knows that you're there yeah um it's definitely just a check-in and then if it's and then after the check-in there should definitely be like it's just funny i keep seeing that meme where it's like adult friendships or relationship or adult friendships i think it says uh, oh, when are you free? Oh, how about uh, my calendar? Like, we'll we'll talk in November. Like, let's get together mm-hmm. in November. Like, you have to plan things, but you do. You have to actually plan, right? And um, you know, it's all about effort, man. At the end of the day, it really is with the, all relationships. It's you pick and choose what you invite in, like you said earlier. And if this friendship is worth it, or you feel like that, you know, we're walking in this life together. Mm-hmm. You know, we might be on two two different streets, but we're still walking the same. You know, we're still right. going in the same direction. Um, so yeah, man. And, and and you can't at the end of the day, I feel like we as people, we all need people. We absolutely do, you know. Um, so I think it's also important to note, and I, I feel this way, especially as a woman. I don't know if it's the same with men. I have not witnessed it to be so much of the same with men. Um, that well, one, I think it's important to have friendships with people who put friendship in the same at the same level as you do. Oh, and that, like that is definition. Like you the same definition. Yeah. You define it the same, but you also have the same level of like, um, you hold it to the same level of importance because as a woman, I have noticed as a lot of my friends get married, have kids and like shift their lives shift in that way, or even like get certain career changes and stuff like that happening in their lives. I've noticed that a lot of them will start to fall away from their friendships. And I think a lot of that is because the the level of importance that they put on that friendship is then different or on friendship in general is then different. And it's become incredibly important to me to make sure that I am engaging with people in friendships who put friendship at the same level of importance as I did. That's not to say that you have to put me above your husband, but it is that we are at the same level when it comes to that, because I, and I talking to a lot of women who are, you know, single or they're divorced or whatever. And they're in these dynamics now where their friends just don't show up as much or the responsibility is on them to do more of the reaching out and things of that nature. Cause now their friends lifestyle has changed. 
And that is really hard when we're talking about communication and maintenance because it can't be one-sided. And so having people who put friendship at the same level of importance, I think is a big factor in maintaining relationships in a way that is healthy and reciprocal. And I don't think we talk about that enough. Yeah, people do get married and they forget about you. But, <laughs> you know, it's okay. I, 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 or here's the thing. I don't, you also have to know your friend, right? Mm-hmm. I feel, and sometimes people get wrapped up into other, like this is now their story, right? They're right. wrapped up into that or whatever. And so I try my best not to take it personal. It sucks. It doesn't feel good. Do, do I miss my friend? Yes. But at the same time, I'm like, I know my friend. <laughs> I know yeah. them. And so I don't really, I really, I don't know, at the end of the day, I don't want to get mad or upset of of someone, someone who has already kind of laid out that pat- pattern before. What if they didn't lay out the pattern? Okay, if they didn't before, then that would be up to me and that friend to sit down and have a conversation about it. Right. You know, but if I know them, and I know that like, okay, normally when this person gets in a relationship, they go, they, they're going balls deep in it. Okay. I know I hate to say balls deep, but whatever. But you said it twice. I did. <laughs> but anyway, they really are in their relationship. And I just know, you know, I was just like, I, I, I know the deal, you know, and I've even had thoughts that when I've gotten into relationships and I wasn't like that, that maybe some like, Maybe I'm like, am I just a better planner (laughs) or am I also just like, not like, I don't know. Like I'm sick of this thing. Like, I don't know. I'm I'm not saying I'm sick of my, my partner, but a lot of times I'm always like, yeah, go have fun, man. Go have fun. Like I want my, like, I want to do things with him, you know, wherever Mm -hmm. he is. I want to do things with him. But at the same time, it's like we we also were our own people before we got together. Right. So I expect you to have your time with your friends and me to have time with my friends. And some people, right. they really didn't have that um, that background with their friends to begin with. So when they found each other, they're like, oh, well, this is my best friend. And now I'm going to do all my things with this person. And that's cool. I think that that's true. I also think that there are some people who have that background with their friends. And especially as women, we are taught that your partner is supposed to be your everything. And so they dive headfirst into being wives and partners and maybe not even wives, girlfriends in a way that is very extremely unhealthy. And I think that that is a narrative that many of us are moving away from and not all of us have. And it still comes up and happens a lot of the time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you could see me, I was just shaking my head like, I can't do it. I I mean, I can't I've, do it either. I I've think never been able, I've never been able to do it though. Like, and it's me either. It's not that I didn't have a good relationship with the person. At one point it was a good relationship, but I still always was like, okay, no, That's I gotta go I do I this. Yeah. I, I, I have this to do. Well, but that person knows me well enough to know that there's no way, like there's just mm-hmm. a level of independence I've always had that can't be taken away from me. Right, right. And that's why I say it is important when you have friendships to know who are the people who put friendship at that same place. Because when you need people, <laughs> if all of your friends are in relationships and they're all the people who are head first in their relationships and don't care about nothing else, that's not going to work. And it doesn't have to be something you take personally, but it's not going to work. So it's important to make sure that you have people around who are at that same, like, no matter what's going on, I'm going to make sure I maintain my friendships because that is equally as important to me as my other relationships or other things going on in my life. Oh yeah, for sure. And that's why I feel like all of my friends, like the ones that are in my circle, I rock, you know, everybody like Rock, Dime, you know, Cam, uh, Creeny, the my two J's, all, like the people that are all in my circle, Simon, like that, those people like, yeah, I will answer the call at any time. I will make sure whatever that I'm there for them because I know the vice, vice versa. Like no matter if that is happening with their relationship or they're going through something or, or, or 
meaning not going through something, but if they're becoming close to what their partner are, they're, you know, strengthening their relationship or maybe they are really focused on, on them. I, I, again, I know my friends, so I don't take it like personal, you know, but I also know that they wouldn't, you know, let the friendship slip at all. Like you said, like we have that same level of respect for exactly. each other that we know it's like, okay, no, wait a minute. I ain't heard from exactly such in a minute, you know? So like, what's going on with them? You know, exactly. it, would be, it would feel even, it would feel foreign not to step up. Yeah, exactly. And that's it. I think the maintenance piece is really about making sure that it is going to be reciprocal regardless of what's going on. Because as adults, it's so much harder to maintain because like you said, so much happens. We just have so much going on in the day to day. It is easy to just not talk. (laughs) You're right. (laughs) Having people who are going to be like, yo, I ain't heard from Marlena in two weeks. Let me call her. I think is really important. And yeah, if you don't have that, then it becomes you're the only one doing all the reaching out. And that's that's not okay either. No, it's, it's not. not fair. It's not fair and it doesn't feel good. And if if and if I'm reaching out and you're fake responding and you're not really following through, that's a wrap. That's a wrap for me as well because I'm like, mm. why are you even pretending like you're going to commit to something? Mm. Don't pretend. Like if if you're overwhelmed and you don't have time for me, just say that. Just say that. Yeah, yeah. We, again, we're adults, so use your <laughs> it should, words. It shouldn't be hard to say that. And I get it. Like some people don't want to like hurt people's feelings, but at the end of the day, you're wasting my time. And I think mm-hmm. that's worse than my feelings getting hurt. My feelings get hurt every goddamn day. Okay. Have you been here? It's <laughs> a wreck around here. Okay. It's a wreck. Um, and it can also be more hurtful that you like are faking the funk. <laughs> like I'd rather you just come out and be like, look, I don't have it right now, but like, let me get back to you in a few weeks. I'd rather right. you just say that. Mm-hmm. It's more hurtful if I'm sitting around waiting because I'm thinking you trying to you know, or I keep reaching out because I'm thinking, you know, oh, I thought we were trying to make something happen and you just ignoring me or not showing up. Like that is more hurtful. It is. And that's how you get resentful. And then you don't want to fuck with nobody no more. And then you, and then they try to figure out, oh, why wasn't I invited to your wedding? Or why, why did you not include me on this special day? And like, bitch, because you did not show up for me. All the times that I showed up for you or whatever, and it's not that I'm keeping score. I just feel like if you didn't recognize something was going wrong, then this this shit was already a wrap. <laughs> so, you said that like that was real personal. Could be. <laughs> could be. But, you know. I felt all, all the energy of that. But I hear you. And yes, I agree. I totally agree. <laughs> totally agree. But, you know. Like I said, just let people know you're thinking about them. You know, these years fly by and you don't want to be thinking about it. You know, when you're like 80, <laughs> you ain't got nobody and you're like, well, damn, what happened to everybody? I'm like, well, you didn't return their calls. You right. didn't, you didn't, you said you was down, but you really wasn't. <laughs> Right. So, you know, and after the year and a half we just had and all the stuff that people done been through, like we, if you have not determined that you were going to put more, energy and effort into meaningful relationships you probably need to figure that out you do and you need to probably need to get a therapist because that's going to be a long road for you <laughs> long it's going to be long long and when you get to the destination you're going to be so wore out <laughs> and you're going to be mad you didn't start sooner yep <laughs> And I'm not going to be there to say that I told you so. I tell you that right now. That is not me. And that is not Marlena. That is not M. Lively. Okay. She doesn't do that. No, she doesn't. Can't well, say Katrina wouldn't. <laughs> I, I literally was about to say this. And then you said it before me, damn it. I was, I was about to say, well, <laughs> that makes one of us. I can't say Katrina wouldn't. I might not. Maybe. We'll see. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> You heard it here, folks. You heard it here first, folks. Listen, my mouth gets the best of me sometimes, okay? She's real honest in these streets. Well, it's better than being faulty. Me? You want me to lie to you? Sometimes. (laughs) Okay, sorry. Not lie. That's why I say communication. Not even sugarcoat. Finesse. 
finesse. I can finesse things. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Just just give me a little something. You know, sometimes it's like, okay, yeah, I want it, I want it to be real, but I don't want it to be raw. You understand what I'm saying? I can do, I can finesse. I'm not always raw. Sometimes I'd be like, not you. I'm just saying in general. I'm just like, woof. Like, sheesh, you know? Like, sometimes I'm like, damn. Like, there's, you know, there's a language for a reason. <laughs> we yeah. Gotta get, we got to get a little crafty, you know, at the end of the day. Yeah. Because you got to be gentle with people. You got to be gentle. People need yeah. grace. Shit. Absolutely. You wouldn't want to feel bad after that either. So let's. Right. Just, yeah, no, nah, I'm not just out here. Just no, I'm not. I'm not that person. <laughs> not that person. But like, I will tell you about yourself. <laughs> you'd be sitting there just, you know, like the cartoon would be like they got knocked down and the old top is just like swirling. Mm-hmm. Like it, just it's like, like the worst feeling in the world when you already in in a place and you don't feel right and somebody just come in behind you be like, girl, I told you that wasn't. A, well, listen, now I know, and I know you just because <laughs> I don't me. feel good. You just like, literally <laughs> just knifed me in the side. Just that's what you did. You just Keep, you just yeah. did a shake move like we in prison or some shit like god damn poking the wound <laughs> i know it was a bad decision thank you thank I'm you i'm facing the consequences now i hear myself talking <laughs> that's another thing okay huh sheesh i don't even know what yeah that's all i'm gonna episode. say yeah let me say that before we go just I, at the end of the day i hear myself talk and i know you do too okay but we gotta pick and choose how we how we communicate because sometimes it's like do you know i'm already getting the straight no chaser okay i'm already getting it okay but i wasn't raised by no fool so i get it straight no chaser on a regular from just my mama so i really am like with my friends, just I don't just need you just, to beat me up. Too. Yeah, don't beat me up. Just pray for me, okay? Just, <laughs> just, just, just don't don't pray for Katrina. Just get Listen. me out of just get me out of my own way. Just just help. Just just be gentle about it. That's all. There you go. You can be gentle about it. Don't pray for me. I don't trust everybody to pray for me. Oh Lord, <laughs> you know what? I just want to be clear. <laughs> nah, that's it. I'm done. All right. Yes, adult friendships, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back. Good luck. (laughs) (laughs) This next segment is called Roses. Marlena, who would you like to give your rose to today? Well, after this... to give my rose to myself okay there you go although we are talking about friends shout out to all my friends i love y'all i do want to give it to me um because i mean i would say it is a reflection of my friends or my friendships is you know this past week i've been personally just going through a lot of shit just a lot actually really this past month maybe this past year um but you know, things happen and it becomes a boiling point and then it spills over. And I just want to give myself just like a shout out for not quitting, Mm. you know, not backing down and not giving up on myself because Mm -hmm. a lot of times we tend to make, you know, you're the star of your own show, right? And when the show is just not, you know, it's not working. We're at a, we're at a climax situation that is, it's, you know, can go, it can be dramatic. It can be very dramatic. Absolutely. And I just want to, you know, give myself some love uh, because I'm not, you know, we have talked about sometimes people misconceive things about you, right? And while I am very outgoing, talkative, all those fabulous things, you know, I'm also very giving and very caring and very um, sensitive Um um, I would say I am very much an empath and I feel a lot. I feel a mm. lot. Um, and that's probably why I have to do a lot of movement and, you know, I, I have to be social and let stuff out because it's like, if I don't, I'll just stew on it and stir on it. And that's just not a good place to be. So um, I want to give me a shout out, not only for not giving up, but also for the people that I have picked up 
over the years. You know, these people really do. Mm. My tribe really does care about me. Um, and they all check in in their own way. And I'm just so grateful that God or, you know, the highest power brought these people into my life because I do know that they, you know, would do anything for me. Mm. So and that's a good, it's a, I feel like it's not only just a testament to them and where they come from. It's also a testament for where I come from. Absolutely. I love people. Um, that you attract and that, that you, you bring attract. in and yeah. yeah, exactly. Like I can't say any, enough about them. So shout out to me and them, and we're just going to keep on rolling through this baggage. That's excessive. <laughs> Um, that can be a lot, uh, but you know, shout out to them and shout out to me. Shout out to you. Yes. Shout out to you. I know you've been having a hard time, but you're moving through it and you're doing it in a much, we'll just say a different way than you used to in the past. And it's good to see you in this place, dealing with it in a more healthy way. And it's good to see you doing that. Thanks. Yeah. You're going to be all right. I think so. Actually, I don't think so. I know so. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Katrina, who are you going to give your rose to this week? This week, I am giving my rose to my Reiki coach, Marilyn. Um, so, I engage in a number of wellness practices out in the world for myself, in addition to um you know, therapy, because I want to make sure that I'm keeping myself healthy and keeping myself sane and all of those things. And so I have a coach who I work with on a weekly basis. She's been working with me. I've known her for years, but she's been working with me, I want to say consistently for about a year now, weekly. Because when I was really going through it last year, I called her and was like, I need sessions. I need them weekly. I don't care the price. <laughs> Just tell me a day and time because I am I am not okay. And so I just want to give her a shout out because she has been with me through so much grief, so much loss, so much turmoil, so much stuff. And I feel like I have been coming to the other end of that in the last couple of months. And she is like, look at you on the other end of all this stuff. And you out here thriving and being okay and all the things. And I just, I attribute that to so many of the wellness providers in my life who have showed up for me and who have been there for me. But she has been one of them who has just been riding with me for the last year very consistently. And I appreciate her and the way that she like helps me to move through this energetically because talk therapy is great and it is helpful, but sometimes we need something different. And the energy work is something that I just think has been so helpful for me in so many ways. So shout out to her, my Reiki coach. She be doing all the things, but it has been helpful. Yeah. I, I, I've i only, I don't think I've ever had Reiki. Well, I have. Yes, I have. Like being in meditation, like in a meditation class, I've had somebody like, you know, pass by, but not like an individual, like just mm. you and them. But I am interested in trying it out. Come on, girl. <laughs> like I have been interested in trying it out you know me I'll try I'll try mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I always like make a decision like okay is this something that you like or right right are you really like you want to do it do it or you know I I usually do like a little trial or something but yeah that sounds cool that sounds really good and I'm glad that she was there to help you through all that because it is a lot when it's like starting to pile up Mm-hmm. And, and you know, it's like, okay, that's why it's like, it's mental health, it's physical health, it's just health, you know, yeah. like getting you through your day to day. All the things. Yeah, absolutely. So. That's why I keep a team. Like I have a team. I now have an acupuncturist. I have a Reiki coach. I have a therapist. I am determined to find a black massage therapist. So if anybody has a massage therapist who is back in LA, let me know because I definitely need one. Um, yeah, I, I have a know care one. Team. I actually, I do. Well, I don't know. She's, I have to find that out. Yes. Let me know. Cause 
Yes, I I I have a care team, so that I am always well. I taken feel like care she of. is black though. I feel like she's black and something. That's why I said, let me find out. Oh, you need to find out if she's black or not. <laughs> right. That's what I meant by that. You know, I I just know right. that she's like real cool or whatever, and I love her vibe and all that. But I mean, I'm I am like, open to others as well, but I prefer to support I think black she's, businesses. I feel like she's black and Asian. But I'm not okay, sure. Okay. But yeah, she's real. Let cool. me know. You like her. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Gotta have your team. care team. You do. You do. And um, one day I'll be able to afford a team. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> what was that voice? <laughs> one day I'll be able to afford a team just like you. <laughs> no. Um. Yeah. No, really. It would be nice to have a team. Mm-hmm. I only got like two things on deck right now. But, you know. Eventually, I'll make it there. I'm working on building up. There was a time when I couldn't do it either. But Kaiser is now paying for my therapy. So that freed up a lot of my money. Wait a minute. How? We need to talk about this off air. (laughs) (laughs) Because my therapist got paneled with Kaiser. So now she can accept insurance. So Mm -hmm. that freed up a lot of money. Must be nice. Must be nice. I was paying $400 a month for therapy. So yeah. yes, yes uh-huh. it is. Yes. Mm-hmm. I know what it is. It's very <laughs> nice. It's quite nice. So that freed up some money so that I can invest in more of a team. Yep. And that's what we got to do. Invest, do. invest in health. Mm-hmm. The wealth All of, of you. Invest in the wealth of you. Whatever that means. I love how you're turning this into a whole slogan. Communication. (laughs) I really don't know what happened on today's episode. (laughs) I don't know what's happening. Me neither. But we're rolling with it. We're here. We made it. Okay. We made it. And thank you all for riding with us. (laughs) Well, that was another episode of Excess Baggage. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Excess Baggage Pod. That's Excess Baggage P-O-D. Be sure to like, subscribe, and review on the podcast app and Spotify. And remember to pack light and keep it tight. For sure.